He's breaking it down so you don't have to. This is Breaking It Down with Frank McKay on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Carter Oosterhaus is our very special guest. And uh, he has become a, a tradition and his partner, Tanya, uh, has become a, a, a tradition uh, with the uh, Great Christmas Light Fight. This is, uh, it, this is just a, a terrific part of the year. So many people uh, look forward to this as, as the holidays approach. And it's becoming one of those, uh, you know, one of those traditions. And, and people get into it. People wonder. People, I guess, even wager on it for friendly wages. What's going to happen? But uh, it premieres uh, coming up on the 28th. And uh, the finales are uh, on uh, 12 12 on, on ABC. I mean, just terrific. Carter, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Frank. Uh, thrilled to have you. And uh, I, what can you uh, give us without, you know, without uh, with teasing but not spoiling? Uh, what, what can you give us about uh, this year's uh, event that stands out to you? Well, look, I mean, this year, you know, this is our 10th season, Frank. So it's wow. like. The fact that we've shot 10 seasons for this show, for any show that matters, I mean, it's just like it's a long time. And you're right, it is becoming a tradition. And and um, this year, more than ever, people are bringing it. They're making these light displays bigger and better and brighter. And they're bringing stuff that we haven't seen before. So, like, the artistry, the impact, um, you know, the, 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 the designs are just they're just better. And and people know that just to get on the show, that's what they have to bring. And let alone to win the show, if they want to win it and get that grand prize at the end, they have to bring something unique. And and this year it doesn't fault, ma'am. I mean, we we uh, we can see things that you know. There's like people are working with different senses. So instead of just your sight and your audio, uh, that they're working with um, smells. And that was really cool because people, you know, in smells to a display that make you just want to eat it, you know, that yeah. was a whole new experience. It, you know, it's uh, it's amazing. Technology, and it's, that's part of it that you just touched on right there. Technology has uh, a big place in this. Is there any recent technology over the last couple of years that, uh, that you've seen utilized that just wasn't there when you started 10 seasons ago? Well, easily. Like the RGBs, like the, <clears throat> the lights that have, you know, millions of colors and you know the tech world which what they're able to do which we couldn't do in the very beginning not to this extent where it was you know now a lot of people are capable of putting on these massive light displays where they're able to program you know their entire house to dance to music and that just that wasn't there before and but by the way that's not always the one that wins you know <laughs> let's be clear like there's still the traditional DIYer that uh you know is able to swoop in and and pick up the, the prize because, you know, it just depends. It just depends on who has, you know, the stories because like even the background stories are getting better. And, um, and you know, the, you know, the heart, who has, you know, the heart and the reason why they're doing what they're doing. I'm sure over these 10 seasons, people have, have walked up to you in a store or at a social setting or, you know, PTA, whatever, uh, and said to you, uh, hey, hey, Carter, you got to check out this one house. Uh, I've got to tell you about this <laughs> yeah. one. I'm sure something yeah. like that's happened. Uh, is there any story that stands out that, that of people that have made the show in a way like that? 
Um, there's not a story where people have made the show. Um, but there's definitely people who say, hey, come on, you got to come over here and see this. And usually it's always like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like people kind of think like, oh, they got what it takes. But, you know, what people don't realize is like some of these people have been on, they've been doing this for like 30 years. And that's not to take away from the people who like, you know, maybe think they have it, what it takes. But then those people who think they have what it takes, they also, you know, or the people who have what it takes, that you know, what they're creating is full on. I mean, there's no there's no blank spots. There's no negative space. There's, you know, they're really well groomed to be on the show. You know what I'm saying? Like they know what they need to do to, to, to be on that show. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, uh, you know, that's kind of like, uh, you know, somebody says, you got to come over and see my little Susie dance. She dances like Shirley Temple and you go over there. Yeah, that's right. She's not Shirley Temple. Right. She's not. Uh, <laughs> no. She's not. She's no. not making it on on there. But uh, anyway, it is, uh, it, you know, it is interesting to see if any, uh, you know, any diamonds in the rough. Are there people that you've seen? over the last uh, several years that didn't make it the first time, but then they've made a big jump in, in either technology or their presentation, and, and it's like, yes, now you get it, now you can come on. Uh, have there been people like that? A hundred percent. There's definitely people, that's a good question. There's definitely people who have been on the show, or who have not made it, but then, you know, four years down the road, five years down the road, they they get on the show, and, and I ask them, well, well, tell me now, what was the reason you didn't get on the show before? And then they start laying out, well, we didn't have this, we didn't do that, we, we thought we were good, now we realize we're better. You know, and yeah. then they realize like what it needed, what they needed to 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 elevate the bar and and bring their game up a little bit to be able to compete. And that's always cool too, because when you see people, you know, they're they're you know they want to learn, they want to be you know the best of the best, and they are. If they're on the show, they're the best of the best. And and but to get there, you got to have some a special display. That's for sure. Yeah, Carter. I mean, it's a, it's an interesting and it's a unique situation because people are are displaying their talents, but also their uh, their homes. And uh, you know, maybe if they didn't have the right home in the first place, it just doesn't doesn't work. But it's it's got to be interesting for you. You've been in entertainment a long time, and uh, and you understand like the the auditioning process and whatever. So it's kind of like an audition, but it's an audition for your skills for your house but the total package of it and i i i don't know that there's anything quite like it It, it's different than you know than let's say a cake or a cooking competition this is a this is a very unique situation i i i don't i don't see a comp out there uh let me tell you this that might be of interest so the amount of people and as a judge i am not I'm not saying that this is what you should do. I'm not right, putting right. this out for people to, to make this change. People have moved houses. They've moved homes. They've moved to another location so they can have a specific home that will make their lights shine brighter, better, all that jazz. <laughs> and I mean, that's when you know it's the next level. When somebody gets in, they, they, they literally move to another spot because it's a corner lot, because there's more trees, because there's more room, because there's this or that or whatever, whatever fit for them, they moved the, uh, to a different location. So they could have a better display and be on the show. 
And well, that's when you know it's that's next level right there. Listen, congrats on on a tenth season. You guys are, are, are dynamite, and you become part of the the fixture holiday fixture in in our uh, pop culture. It's a big big spot to be oh, there. Thank in, you Christmas. so much. I appreciate that. And you do it great. Uh, do you have a website, a social media site to uh, give us? We can follow along. Yeah, I mean, just Carter Oster on Instagram uh, or CarterOsterHouse.com was the website. Carter, thanks a million for being here, and uh, and and another great season. Congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate it. Frank McKay, uh, here with Carter Osterhouse, and uh, yeah, I mean it's uh, the, the great Christmas light fight, and it uh, it's uh, it's upon us, and the finale is going to be twelve twelve this year, December twelfth on ABC. And yeah, I mean, people love this. I remember I'm from Long Island, and you know many of you listening right are from from Long Island. And uh, one of the areas here on Long Island that used to be a huge draw, and it was a traffic jam uh, just waiting to happen. And this goes back, uh, you know, 30 years, 35 years, longer than that, where they had uh, just like a, a whole block set up. Uh, it started with this one house in Babylon. In, uh, in the village of Babylon, it was south of Montauk Highway, and I'm talking to people that would know, like, the, uh, you know, the geography around here, and there's some nice houses uh, down there. It's right on the border of West Babylon and Babylon, and the houses were just, um, well, this one particular house, and I don't know if he was in the car business. I wish I knew the guy's name, but it was unbelievable what he set up, and, and then eventually it just became a monster. And he was doing it for, for the people. He was doing it to entertain the people. It was, it was a very cool thing. I mean, you're giving up your privacy of your home and you have strangers driving by. And that was the first time I ever noticed uh, that kind of display, that kind of public display. And then other people would say, oh, you think that's something? Check out this. And nothing quite made it to where that place, in, for me anyway, what that place in Babylon was. But then some of his neighbors got involved and people on the way there. But I just remember uh, just a, a traffic jam of people. And this was before iPhones, keep in mind. So with, with iPhones, you have all kinds of people uh, taking pictures at, at will. Uh, this is before iPhones and people were able to, um, you know, I guess get uh, maybe there were disposable cameras at the time or you know, uh, serious cameras at the time, but it wasn't just like, hey, let me get my phone out and take a couple of shots and move. So you're talking about traffic jams, people just waiting, taking pictures in front of, uh, in front of these unbelievable houses. And, and I guess it was a phenomenon, not only here where, where I'm from in Long Island, uh, it's, uh, it's a phenomenon all over the country and anywhere that they celebrate Christmas, uh, to see these displays and, and caught a host house, um, uh, host a show, co-host a show, uh, with um, with uh, great appeal because of this. People want to see, uh, you know, the beauty of these houses and the decorative um, talents of, of the average people. And uh, the Great Christmas Light Fight turned into a competition. Uh, check it out. Uh, uh, the finale will be 12-12, December 12th on ABC. Frank McKay signing off. Carter Osterhouse has been our very special guest. We'll see you all next time on breaking it down this is breaking it down with your host frank mckay on 1071 wlirfm hampton bays i'd like to welcome everyone 
to breaking it down. Frank McKay here with with an actor's actor. We've had him before, and uh, and I'll tell you what, I can't say enough about the talent this man has, and his resume speaks for itself. But he's uh, he's absolutely terrific. What we're talking about again, I, uh, Yellowstone, and this has become one of those shows that uh, I think is gonna is gonna last uh, for a forever. You know, kind of like The Sopranos or or Breaking Bad or Mad Men or something like that. It's uh, a big reason why is the casting. They they do such a great job. A lot of talent out there. John Emmett Tracy is proof of that. He is absolutely terrific. Thrilled to have him. Anything he's in, I could watch. And and uh, he's he's so believable in so many different roles. Lots of range there. But right now, let me bring him in to talk about Yellowstone. John Emmett Tracy, how are you? Hey Frank, it's great to be back. Thanks so much for having me. Well, listen, this is uh, uh, you got a winner here, and uh, it's it's got to feel great. And everyone I talk to has so much enthusiasm uh, coming from uh, you know you know coming from the cast and the crew and everything else. Uh, do you feel that on on the set? Is there an enthusiasm there that you guys are doing something important? Yeah, no, no, no question, Frank. I mean, I, I think it's not lost on on the crew and 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 the writers and the production team and the cast for sure that people really love this show. You know, it's I, I think probably when you're when you're filming scenes or you're writing scenes uh, in Taylor's case, Taylor Sheridan who created the show, uh, you probably can't think about it too much uh, at the moment, but but in between, and you think you know. Uh, with with the support and the enthusiasm that that the audience gives this show, you do want to give them something good. You know, you want to make sure they they keep enjoying it. And I'm actually down here in Fort Worth, Texas. We did a huge uh, premiere with the cast and crew over the weekend. Um, and you know, the fans were frequently lined up at these venues, and uh, just so much appreciation and outpouring of kind of support and love. And I, and I got to say something, Frank. I, you know, I, I'm a city guy like you. I, I didn't know how how much Cowboys to party. Uh, it's been a crazy weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you got some real ones on that cast. Uh, you mentioned Taylor, who's uh, just done such a brilliant job with this. Uh, every time I, I think of Taylor, I think of you know David Chase with The Sopranos. The actors there uh, told me how secretive he was about twists and turns in the in the plot, and and they give out like alternative uh, scenes or alternative endings. Does uh, does that happen with Yellowstone? It, it, to an extent, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, Frank. You know, he he doesn't. Uh, he's pretty good at not letting the cat out of the bag, and uh, I couldn't do that. I'd be telling people, "Oh, wait till we see this next week." No, he's pretty good at not telling us. I don't think we've gotten any, um, you know, pretend pages or anything like that. I don't think it's gone to that place. But <laughs> no, he he doesn't really let you know what's coming around the corner. And with his scripts, there are so many surprises, so many twists and turns. I think our experience of reading the scripts is very similar to people's experience at home, you know, watching it, where we're we're just as shocked as anybody. You know, there's a lot of onset kind of, oh, did you read episode six yet? And they go, oh, man. Or, or did you get to page 50? You know, there's a lot of that kind of whispering and nudging. And uh, so it's pretty it's pretty exciting to have a, one, one of Taylor Sheridan's scripts uh, come through because you, you know you're, you're going to sit down and you're in for a massive treat with these things. You know, I'm not an actor by any means, and and I've never been an actor. So you got to pardon my ignorance on this. But do you do you have a difficult time living in the moment 
and and going script to script or, or shoot to shoot? Or are you anticipating where your character's going or where it may go, where the show may go? Um, uh, what is it for you? Is it is it moment by moment or, or are you anticipating? That is, that is such a great question, Frank. I, I, really, I love that question because it is something that actors have to kind of come to terms with when you're making television. You know, most of us, like me, we started in theater. And uh, before you ever even get to work on the job, you've read the beginning, the middle, the end. You, you know where it's going. You know what's going to happen. Same thing with a movie. You know, you make a movie, you've read the whole thing before you film a single frame. With TV, you don't know. You don't know where it's going. I mean, Kevin said recently, Kevin Costner, uh, the lead on our show, said he doesn't even know most of the time what's happening. He doesn't have any – he said he, everyone assumes he knows more than he does. He doesn't know what's happening. But you know what? Uh, the reason I love your question, Frank, is because as an actor, you come to terms with it because you tell yourself, you know what? This is kind of how life is. You know what I mean? We don't know which way the road's going to turn. And so you sort of – it makes it almost – easier in a way it makes it more realistic in a way because you're just being honest in the moment and then you might find out later that your character was lying but you didn't you didn't know that when you filmed it uh, and maybe maybe it's a good thing you know because you might not have played it as authentically yeah, I mean, it's it's so fascinating uh, to non-actors to, to talk to somebody like yourself. You, you've built an amazing resume, and, and I think I said this the last time we spoke. It's not only the body of work that you have, but it's the quality of work that you put in there. You could tell that you, you put effort into this. You don't wake up in the morning and say, hey, I'm John Emmett Tracy. I'm just going to, you know, you've put a lot of effort into this, and I've seen people, I know people who've seen you on stage, and they've... And they just raved about your stage uh, performances. Uh, do you have do you have set rituals that you've been doing as an actor for for you know for career length uh, from the beginning, or have things changed as far as methodology and preparation for you? Uh, how is it? Is it similar to what what you did when you were starting, or is it is it uh, evolved? Well, first of all, thanks for all that. That's a, uh, that's, those are such nice words. I appreciate it, Frank. And um, and honestly, I'm not just saying this. I love your question because we we get right to the heart of what we're you know what we try to do uh, in front of a camera or on stage. Uh, you know, I'll tell you a story. When I was when I was a young actor, I really and I'm talking about you know like an adolescent or a teenager. I really wanted the answers. You know, I wanted to know what's the what's the technique that's gonna that's gonna make this thing work. And I remember reading an interview with uh, De Niro, and he was asked a similar question that you just asked. They said, well, what is it you do to prepare? And I thought to myself, Frank, I thought, all right, here we go. I'm just going to read what he says. I'm going to write it down, and that's going to help me know exactly what to do. And at that age, when I was a teenager, I didn't like his answer because he said, yeah, you know, it depends on the job. Sometimes, sometimes I have to immerse myself in it. Other times I just kind of have my family on set and I'm reading the newspaper and sometimes I have to listen to music. And, so, and I was so disappointed to hear that because I thought, well, that doesn't help me. Like, I need, I need, a, I need a key. But the older I get and, and the more I've done, Frank, I, I know exactly what he means. Now. And by the way, I'm not even for a moment comparing myself to a great man like that. But I'm just saying I understand that the process changes based on the material, the tone, the mood, sometimes what you had for breakfast. Um, there are shows when, when I've got specific rituals, uh, particularly in theater. I've got some superstitions going in there, and I've got some things that i got to do. 
But there are other jobs that I just immediately understand who the guy is, and I don't want to overthink it, and I don't want to make it too complex. And so I just try to, to do what he does and, and, and live the life that he lives. Um, so, unfortunately, I hope it's not as unsatisfying no, for your listeners as it was for me when, when De Niro said it. But, but I, I, you know, it, it, it changes every time in ways that I couldn't have even expected. You know, I think the character and the material tell you what you got to do. Listen, you're a modest man. You could, uh, you, you've got a, a a strong enough body of work where you could take a bow. I mean, you're absolutely terrific at what you're doing, and and what you do, and it's absolutely nice to talk to somebody who who's great at what they do. So, listen, thank you for being here. Congratulations on everything, Yellowstone, uh, especially. And I know we're talking about that. We'll talk about that as we let you go, John uh, John Emma Tracy. If you have anything like a social media site or a website, please give it to us. And if if not, thank you for being here. Oh, that's great. Thanks. Yeah, if people want to, you know, kind of see what I'm up to, and uh, I'm on Instagram. It's j.e.tracy, T-R-A-C-Y with no E. And I, I really appreciate that, Frank. And I really appreciate being here with you. I, I enjoyed talking to you last year, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be back again. Well, same here. I'd love to talk to you at, 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 uh, for a longer stretch of time. John Emmett, Tracy, thank you very much for being here. Thank you, Frank. John Emmett Tracy, this guy is a wonderful actor, and uh, you know his, his resume proves it and what he's what he's done. I love this guy. I, I love these kind of actors. You know he dives into it. Um, he's he's done extensive stage work, and again, I'm I'm not an actor. I just, I appreciate these guys and when they're uh, when they're great. And and of course, uh, you know, when he mentions De Niro, whenever anybody mentions De Niro or Pacino, they they say, oh, I, you know, by no means am I comparing themselves. Yeah, he doesn't have to say he's he's dynamite at what he does. You know, I mean, you don't have to be, you don't have to be De Niro to be great. And uh, you know, there's you know, there's one De Niro, right? There's one Pacino, and the same thing with directors. There's one Scorsese, one uh, Coppola, and. Uh, and what have you, but uh, there there are other actors who take this very seriously, and you know they don't have that kind of uh, um, rep. And who does? But uh, John Emmett Tracy, if uh, I, look, I'm a non-actor, but I love good acting. Uh, you know, same thing with uh, you know uh, Brian Cranston. I, I always thought Brian Cranston was great when he did Breaking Bad. Though I mean, forget it. Uh, he just uh, he just completely broke through. Without Breaking Bad, though, Brian Cranston is. Is is John Emmett Tracy right? I mean, he's uh, he's somebody who's uh, gotten a lot there. John Emmett Tracy uh, has an opportunity to, to nail like something down in the future. Um, uh, just watch out. I, I mean, he's just he's just absolutely great. Uh, great career, um, going very very strong. Yellowstone has a lot of terrific actors on there, actresses. It's just a uh, it's a very strongly casted show, and I appreciate the casting people for sure. John Emmett Tracy has been our very special guest. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down. It's Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. Long Island Vibes. On 107.1 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. Now here's your host, Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. Much more importantly, Vicki Schnepps. Here with the weekly edition of Dan's Papers out and about in the Hamptons. And we remind you it's not just the Hamptons. It's uh, it's the East End. And Vicki Schnepps is the, the queen of all media 
She's absolutely amazing, and she has 88 different news outlets, one for every piano key. She's <laughs> tremendous. Frank McKay here, much more importantly. Vicki Schnapps, how are you? I am wonderful. I'm so happy to be with you and with our listeners on the East End and the uh, Long Island. I think it's a uh, special time of the year for everybody. And I think that people are being generous to those in need, as well as those who, with Thanksgiving coming, uh, have a lot to give thanks for. Don't you think, Frank? Uh, no question about it. It's, it's something about this time of year. You just feel it. Uh, you feel it in the air, and I don't know if it's the, the fall weather, the autumn weather, or whatever, but it's uh, whatever it is, it brings out the best in people. Well, I feel that. And, you know, there are a lot of good people doing good things where you can shop. And, you know, we're coming up on Black Friday, the infamous Black Friday yeah. day of shopping. And what I'm happy to tell you is that there are places where you can shop and do good as well in terms of having your money uh, for these different things you buy also go to support the wonderful causes and programs here on the East End. So my favorite, with all due respect to everybody, is the Greek Orthodox Church in Southampton because they have got the most fabulous opportunity at their Christmas boutique and pastry sale. And if you want to salivate, you've got to have their spinach and cheese um, hors d'oeuvres that come frozen. So you can put them in your freezer. And as soon as company comes, say, bring out the platter. And they are going to have a boutique sale as well. And I must tell you, I'm a victim of all the beautiful things they sell because they have wonderful jewelry for gifts. They have wonderful foods for gifts. They have wonderful items for the home to give. But you're giving... And you're getting this wonderful feeling of supporting the fabulous work of the Greek Orthodox Church. And they're up there on St. Andrew's Road in Southampton. So I really recommend that we uh, that you get over there. They're going to be running um, every day and Sundays from 12 to 3. So you really don't have to have an excuse not to stop in there on your way to the wonderful shopping streets. You know, I'm, I'm a West Hampton Beach show because I live in Creog, fan because I live right there. And, you know, the West Hampton Playhouse is even doing a celebration on December 2nd. They're going to have a, a sip and stroll where you can actually go in and out of the stores and all your purchases will be supported by the wonderful West Hampton Performing Arts Center. No, I, Do I have you, Frank? Yeah, you, you're you're right here. I'm right here. I, I was just going to say that uh, what a legendary place too, with Father Alex there, and uh, such a prestigious place. Uh, what a better uh, what better uh, time spent than uh, than going to the Greek Orthodox Church there. Well, they have a beautiful ballroom filled with tables that will, you know, entice you to have to spend because there's really something for everyone and every age. And then on Saturday, I have a little sweetheart in my part of my, my heart called for Hans van Bovenkamp. Hans is a world-class sculptor who has an eight-acre sculpture garden in Sagaponic. And uh, we were very pleased and proud to run a sculpture this last year. And the sculpture meant that his sculptures could be visited. We have four of them in West Hampton Beach, 
and you could come and visit, take a picture, and submit your picture with the sculpture and win a dinner. And we did this sculpture for over a year. And Hans's work were in West Hampton Beach. Then you come up Montauk Highway into Bridgehampton and into all the towns. You'll find his beautiful work that he uh, donated, actually, to the West Hampton Beach um, Great Lawn so that they, people could enjoy his work. But on Saturday, November 26, from 3 to 6, he is opening his gates. He has these magnificent, gorgeous pink gates made of seal and silver, shiny gates. You can enter on Ranch Court or on Merchant's Path, and there will be your eyes popping out at the spectacular sculptures he has on display. But inside he has a gallery. It's his Hans van Bovenkamp studio. And this Saturday, there's going to be not only a show of his work, but a show of works by artists Anahi DeCanio, Christine Matai, Beth O'Donnell, and Hans. So four artists' work will be on display in his studio. And it will be a also a giving and getting opportunity because at the same time, Whenever you purchase, some of the money is going to go to the wonderful Ellen Hermanson Foundation. And Ellen Hermanson's sister has created this foundation, Julie Ratner is her name, in her sister's memory. And she has created a huge way to help people with breast cancer. And, you know, I think that there's so much physical and emotional pain that happens when you are diagnosed with cancer and breast cancer particularly, which hits men and women. Yeah. It's not just women that get breast cancer. And the Ellen Herbinson Foundation is there for you so that you can be able to get support for your physical and emotional needs during this terrible time of fighting the disease. And thank God there are great great protocols now that help people overcome cancer and get through the cancer. But while you're going through the treatments, the Ellen Hermanson Foundation is there for you. So I think it's a wonderful way, Frank, to be able to give and get, yeah. buy a wonderful painting, and money will go to the Ellen Hermanson Foundation. Does it get better than that? No, that is absolutely terrific. Just a wonderful you know, cause also. Very be able to say that um, I've had his work. And then, you know, I don't know if everybody knows, but there's a place called the Canoe Place Inn. The Canoe Place Inn is from 1692 that it first opened in Hampton Bays. Yeah. And the Record Equities Group bought the property, has held it for 22 years and has finally opened as a wonderful resort, restaurant, spa, and a ballroom for your major events in your life. And I had the honor and privilege to go there because they're doing some wonderful authors shows, but they also have a great restaurant. So my friends and I, four of us, went for lunch at the Canoe Place Inn's restaurant. And the restaurant had this wonderful American menu. It's called the Grand 
tavern, the good, I'm sorry, the Good Ground Tavern, the Good Ground Tavern inside Canoe Place, right on Montauk Highway, right there in Hampton Bay, is it? I mean, you can't miss it because they've done such a magnificent job uh, bringing this beautiful facility to life. And then the art throughout the, throughout the buildings are beautifully placed and pieces of work that enhance the environment. But I must tell you the best part is it enhances your palate because the food is excellent. I have the best lobster roll I ever ate. Right there in the chunks of, of chunks of lobster with no work, Frank. I didn't have to chew away at the um, at the bones of the of the lobster, the skin of the lobster. It was right there. All I had to do was put my nice little fork into the tender lobster and chew away. So I was so lucky to have that opportunity to eat there, and the lobster was wonderful. But so was the help. Do you know how important it is to have help that's helpful? Yeah. Well. They they really did have a a wonderful woman uh, Kelly who helped serve and make the you know it's not just the food it's the ambiance and how you feel in a restaurant you know, it makes you feel good the food tastes better there's some magic to that have you ever found that to be true Frank yeah no doubt about it I, I amen. Yeah. So, you know, I think it was a great um, place that has come into our community, and I hope everyone will support it. That's the Canoe Place Inn, and it really is a great time to come now because the rates for the spa and the rates for the rooms are much reduced. So this is a great time to go to some of the finest places at special pricing. and They're calling it the soft season. So this is the soft season values. So it's great having that opportunity. So I hope all of you will have that chance to come and experience as I did to new place in. Yeah, what do you think, Frank? I, yeah, I, I just wonderful. All all of the things that you mentioned are, are must-goes, must-sees, and uh, Canoe Place Inn. By the way, so I, I mistakenly said CPI, and Michael Broad, who you know who runs it, you know for the Recklers over there, says no, no, no. It is Canoe Place Inn. Don't don't call it CPI. You know they they're calling it Canoe Place Inn. And if you have that kind of history, why wouldn't you call it that? Just what what a history. I mean, you you said go go back to the 1600s. Just amazing. Great job, Vicky. Uh, we're going to come back right after this. Uh, Frank McKay here. Much more importantly, Vicky Schneps. Uh, Queen of all media telling us about the Hamptons and Dan's papers out and about in the Hamptons. Frank McKay signing off just for now, but we'll be back right after this with more from Vicki Schnapps. He's breaking it down so you don't have to. This is Breaking It Down with Frank McKay on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. I'd like to welcome everyone back to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Vicki Schnapps. Queen of all media, 88 different news outlets, one for every key on the piano, and we are talking uh, our weekly edition here, which is so popular, uh, Dance Papers Out and About in the Hamptons. Vicki Schnapps, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you so much, Frank. It's a wonderful time of year with Thanksgiving coming up. And you know what I love about Thanksgiving? It's our ecumenical holiday. Whatever religion you are, Everybody comes together. It has nothing to do about religion. It has to do about giving thanks. And I think that's what makes uh, this particular um, holiday 
for me, the most special of all. So uh, we're very blessed and grateful that we have a lot of things happening in the Hamptons. And of course, you can pick up your edition of the Hamptons dance papers everywhere on the North Fork and the South Fork. And you can also read us online, dancepapers.com. So you never want to miss a moment, but there are so many things happening over this weekend. I told you about Hans Van Bovenkamp at Sagaponic having a wonderful art show at his gallery. And the Greek church having some wonderful uh, events that where you can shop and do good. And that's what I love about uh, some of these events. But there are also some live shows. You know, my favorite place is the wonderful, wonderful theater in Sag Harbor. And we've had uh, for the last Bay Street Theater have a show called The Life and Times of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And it's going to be running right through November 27th. So it really has turned out to be a winner of a show that you should not miss. And you can still get tickets for All Things Equal, The Life and Times of Ruth Bader Ginsburg at the Bay Street Theater. But there are also some other things happening at live shows. And I found tucked away from in the in the Gabretzky Airport, when you go down County Road, Riverhead Road in West Hampton Beach, there's a West Hampton Beach Brewing Company. And they are hidden in the you think you're going into the airport but there are some buildings and offices in there and i discovered them when i went to get an electrical piece of our equipment i needed a new socket and standing right next to the electrical place was the west hampton beach brewing company so i stopped in there and they have created such a beautiful environment and they actually have space outdoors and indoors but right now it's best to be indoors no matter how many heating lamps they put out there it's best to be inside yes but they're going to have uh this wonderful original songs uh by brian Gallo, and he's going to be performing there, and I think that it's something that people will love to be at on Saturday, and that's going to be actually in the afternoon on November 26th, so if you could go at 2 o'clock to hear him sing, then drive over to Sagaponic and go to Hans Van Bovenkamp's studio where he's going to have a fundraising for the Ellen Hermanson Foundation and where you can buy some great art. But that's not enough. If you want to be out further out east, well, if you want to go to Amagansett, there's a disco party at the Stephen Talkhouse. That's always a happening place. Yeah. And that's Saturday night, and they start at 10 o'clock. So for those people that like to stay out late, that's where you should be. They say grab your polyester and your gold earrings <laughs> and do your disco dance. And that's what should be fun until midnight. Well, past midnight. You know, they're very good there. They'll keep going until the pe- as long as the people are going, they're going at Stevens Talkhouse. So that's a fun place to be. And I think that, you know, um, I don't know if you've been out here, but there's a wonderful thing called the wineries. And on the South Fork, in uh, there's the Wolfer Estates. And... This is in also in Sagaponic. It's a, just about a mile a few from uh, Hans van Bovenkamp's uh, gallery at the Wolfer Estate. They're going to have Jeff LeBlanc, who is going to be performing, and he is also a very special artist. And he's going to be there Friday night from five uh, to eight p.m. So that's a good way to begin after Thanksgiving. You know, you you eight eight eight. Well, come and listen to some wonderful music, and it's all there for you. 
remember I talked about the fact that you can do good and buy great things? Well, there's going to be an indigenous artisan fair, and that's going to be on Friday from 12 to 5. And there you can find local artisans, booksellers, and craftspeople who honor the Indigenous People Heritage Month. So it's a free admission. All you have to do is shop. <laughs> That's not so hard to right. do, right? And find unique things. <laughs> and one of the most beautiful places in the Hamptons is the Longhouse. The Longhouse has lit itself up. It's been illuminated. And their garden is really in a glorious glow. And Friday and Saturday, from 4.30 to 6.30, you can stroll through the gardens before the sun comes down totally. And you'll be serenaded by carolers and treated to beverages. And it's it's really a, a happening place. And that's in East Hampton, the Longhouse Inn. And they are, um, you know, also accompanied by another place where, you know, you never can be bored in the Hamptons, Frank. Never. No. <laughs> there's a uh, yeah no no there's there's one thing after another in each one of the different towns. Um, I'm particularly fond of the West Hampton Beach Farmers Market, and if you want to get the most beautiful fresh cut flowers, they're right there on Saturday morning from nine to one. You got to get up early to get the best of it, but you know from nine to one the West Hampton Beach Market uh, right in town is going to be uh, having again, you know their market their farmers market, you know no matter how cold it is. You could be out there, bundle up. Like my mother taught me, <laughs> layers, layers and layers. Yeah. And that's how you get through the cold weather. But, but, you know, with the sun shining, it makes us all feel we want to be outside, right? Yeah. And, of course, you know, Frank, we're all, Montauk Lighthouse is, what I shall say, the landmark of the East End. And the Montauk Lighthouse is going to be lit up. Isn't that nice? It'll be beautiful. Bring the whole family. And that's a great place to be at sunset to watch that Montauk Lighthouse be lit up on Saturday, the 26th, and the 27th. So I think that that's something that you can uh, really find. And then, you know, for another thing, a totally different vein, my little granddaughter, Sloan, and I say little, she's seven, but she's a spitfire. <laughs> and she's been playing the ukulele and writing her own songs. So there is a ukulele club. Mm. <laughs> I do like that. Yeah. Any of these ukulele fans, but my little seven-year-old is one. And you can bring in music, and you, they have uh, ukuleles. And this is at the Hampton Bays Library. You know, I think some of the um, best place things to do are at the libraries in every town in the Hamptons. They're having things to happen. So I, I really feel that I have to see if I can get my son to bring my granddaughter out because I'd love her to bring her little <laughs> and, and really play on. But, you know, this is a treat out here. And then, you know, there's a place I never knew about, Frank, that I'm that they're having a holiday open house um, at the Palantro Silver Shop. And that's over on Main Street in Southampton. And I didn't know about this place, but they say you can explore their old silver shop that was built, ready for this one, in 1666. Wow. Wow. That's a lot of lucky sixes. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the oldest trade shops in America. Wow. And it's still open, and you can enjoy. They put out refreshments, and what a lovely thing to have that historic moment. And it's right here at 80 Main Street in Southampton. Wow. So, you know, 
a place where you can never be bored. Um, you know, and, and Dan's Papers does a photo contest where we have people submit their photographs and every time there is a season. So, of course, we're finishing November, but you could still get into that contest about beautiful scenes. And I think, you know, for me, I, every moment in the Hamptons is a photo op. <laughs> it's so beautiful. I'm just sitting here and I'm looking out on the creek where I live and the sun is flashing onto the water and into the sky. Oh, Frank, it's such a, we're so blessed to be able to be here. And it's all free. You know, nature is free. You yeah. can come out, walk on the ocean, walk on the beach, walk in, have this beautiful sunsets come to you. Well, take a picture of it and submit it to Dan's Papers. And we have a wonderful office that we built at 2036 County Road 39. And I don't know if you remember, Frank, but, you know, Dan Bettina, was made into a statue, even though he's alive and kicking. I love it. I love well. it. But I found his, there was a sculpture made of him sitting on a lobster. <laughs> and so there it is, our offices at 2036 County Road 39. We're right across from the Lobster Inn, Manor Lobster Inn, another great place. To have, they're open now throughout the season. And they are open with great seafood, right fresh delivered every day. So we can't beat them either. So Lobster Inn, we call it the Manor now, Lobster Inn, a historic place right across the road from us. Lots of happenings this holiday season. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Yeah, and happy Thanksgiving to you. I, I got to laugh when you when you say your seven-year-old granddaughter's writing her own songs, playing the ukulele, and she's a spitfire. I, and I'm thinking, where does she get that from? Boy, that... <laughs> <laughs> Just amazing. Just uh, congratulations to her. Happy Thanksgiving to her and to your whole wonderful family. The Schnepps family is is just is is one of the great families uh, ever anywhere. But uh, certainly, what you guys do for the community, especially this time around, uh, this this uh, time of year, uh, just wonderful. Uh, work that you guys do and everyone at Dan's Paper. So, Vicki, uh, have a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy, enjoy the family, and thank you very much for all you do. Thank you, Frank. It's a pleasure being with you. Happy holidays to everybody. And, yeah, to everyone out there, right, have a great Thanksgiving. And you've been listening to Dan's Papers out and about in the Hamptons uh, and the great Vicki Schnepps. Yeah, if you can't see the, uh, if you can't see the, the uh, statue of, uh, of Dan, uh, it, you're, you're missing something. That, 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 to me, is the real entryway, even though you're already in the Hamptons. But that's the entryway to the, the Hamptons. And I think people, uh, for years to come, will, will see that as that landmark. And I, I applaud Vicky and the Dan's Papers folks for putting it there because it just adds so much to it. it. It's just absolutely wonderful. Frank McKay signing off. You've been listening to Dan's Papers out and about in the Hamptons with the great Vicky Schnepps. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. And to you, Vicky. Uh, and we'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down. In many ways, Long Island is the story of America. It's Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. Long Island is definitely the place for you. Now, here's your host, Frank McKay, on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays.